This is Jerry Holkins of Penny Arcade and Acquisitions Incorporated, the C-Team. What is Acquisitions Incorporated, the C-Team, you might ask? I'm so glad. I appreciate your curiosity. It is a show that runs every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific time. It is 10 pounds of adventure in a five-pound bag. We've been at it for a year or so now. It seems like people really like it. You might like it as well. It's available in podcast form on our YouTube, Penny Arcade TV, and also at twitch.tv forward slash Penny Arcade. There is a site that gathers all this information in one place. It's acq-inc.com forward slash c-team. Take a look. Are we recording? Yes. Now, all right. so much out there. So much news. Well, in the LBC. Um, <laughs> is it hard being Snoop? Well, which one? D-O-double-G. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Deeply. Yeah. So there's all kinds of hot shit out there. I'm going to make a note. I'm going to make a note. Make a note. Last here on this strip page that, I mean, there's obviously there's different, you know, there's different opinions on it. There's different approaches, mm -hmm. different perspectives. But however it happened, we were cued against bots <laughs> multiple times Yeah, in such a way that I came to believe that I had discovered some hidden reservoir <laughs> of gaming talent. Yeah. And it felt so good. See? Yeah. It felt so, yeah, but. It was equally bad once it was done. But think about this. Had you not discovered you were playing bots, you would have gone to bed with that great feeling. Yes, but that didn't happen. In fact, quite the opposite. <laughs> quite the opposite. I think, was it Dave? Dave's like, hey, why does it say we're playing bots? And then I think it took you a little while to realize. But so we do have a theory. So for your use, podcast audience, for your own use, I did read that you must play bots for the first three levels or something like that. Exactly. But that would have been true for me, too. Yeah, so we were probably playing bots for a while. Forever. Well, but we did play actual people there no, at the end. No, no, no. Now, this, and this is, to your, this is to your credit. Indeed, this is the only reason why I have not sent my elite assassins <laughs> yeah. to your home. No, when we did get queued mm -hmm. for, against, you know, to fight people. Yeah. We annihilated. We succeeded, yeah, big time. Because I think we had practiced in a Dude, comfortable arena without it, the pressures of human players. Like, Is it like... <laughs> this is like an incredible psychological experiment. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Because I'd built this, this, you know, repertoire. And you came into it with a, a, a false confidence... But no, a confidence. No, exactly. But I was basically programmed by these previous rounds yeah. to think that victory was not only possible, but probable. Well, really the only possible outcome. Right? Yeah. You had never failed before. At all. You didn't even know what it meant no. to lose. No, exactly. I'd be like, show me the dictionary. I don't think that's a real word. No. And so when they put humans in front of us, it didn't matter. No, we just chewed on them. Yeah. We, we gnawed on them. Yeah. With our custom configurations, our specializations. Yeah, I need to go in and make some more. Card are these assholes? Are these assholes cards. gonna get a skin out of me? Like they got a skin out of me. Well, they got more than a skin out of me because I paid for their the hero or the champion pack or whatever, where you just get all the champions. Oh, that's right. You can pay once. Yeah, and I think the reason that makes sense is that for them, because mm -hmm. like generally speaking, games don't offer that. Yeah. But I think it's because there's such a wealth of, of cosmetic options. Yeah. That it's not actually dangerous as a business. It, it, having more characters really 
just offers you more places to buy skins. Well, yeah, I mean, Overwatch charges you 50 bucks, right? Like, you get all the characters. Yeah, exactly. It's the same idea. Yeah, I guess that's true. Gosh, that is true. That is true. And then the back-end monetization is more or less the same. Yeah, it's the same. If you want to get skins and chests and stuff, you can, and emotes and all that. But if you just want all the characters, oh, it's 30 bucks. But then they just they do have the free uh, the F2P on-ramp, I guess. Right. I don't know, man. Like I said, I played that during... I played it much, much earlier in its life, uh-huh. and it had much wider... Why don't you like much bigger maps? Mm. It was more like a traditional. It was more like a battlegrounds MOBA. Okay, I don't remember if it had creep or not, but where it settled is like mechanically speaking closer to Overwatch. Mm-hmm. But the character interactions and the customization of the character are where the richness is. Yeah, like yeah, I was talking to Kara about it last night. Cause does she play? She was curious. She's like, because we've been playing it every night. She's like, well, tell me about this game. And I was like, so I was trying to tell her about the cards. And I was like, imagine if you could take Junkrat, right? But then you had a hand of cards. And one card said, every time you trap somebody in a trap, you get healed. Right? And one was like, every time you, you know, blast somebody with a mine, they take X percent more damage. Right? It's just like, what if you could tweak him every match? Like, you could go in and take five different cards. And save a bunch of them. Yeah. And save your favorite ones. Yeah. Well, yeah. And now you have it installed on your fucking Switch. Because it's out on the Switch now. Yeah. So you, can you go in and like sign into that? There must be a way for you to get access to your high res account. Yeah, it's in maintenance right now, so I haven't been able to log in. Yeah, assuming I would assume they would let you connect Just like it. Fortnite and all the rest of that. Like, yeah, you want to be able to you want to be able to access all of it together. It should have yeah all my stuff. It's real fun. Yeah, it's real real fun. Well, here, listen, we should do we should make some kind of a strip. But the idea that you set us up to play against <laughs> bots and I didn't know, yeah, is incredible. Yeah. Um. Put it in there. Yeah, yeah. You set us up the bot. The bomb. Does your, does your son, your older son, your elder son, my firstborn, your elder sign, mm-hmm. your heir, does he recite maymays? No. Like, does he ever talk about things being set up the bomb? Mm-mm. Mm-mm. Really? No. It's a nonstop may may fest at your house. I think it's pronounced Mimi. No. Yeah, God, I I can't avoid it. No, like 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 Maymay's from the birth of the Maymay. My son, if he wants something, he says in the same manner that a cat might say, "Can has cheeseburger." He speaks in meme language. Oh, all the time. Wow. Yeah, well, a lot of a lot of the kids that are just a little bit younger than like all of all of his cadre, like when yeah. they're over for D and D, it's all memes, and it's just like YouTube. It's just like five YouTube channels. Yeah, sitting around the table. <laughs> Yeah, I don't see, and this is the thing. It's like I don't always want to hear it, and you know, I can reach a threshold and say that I'm I'm good. Yeah, but you know, my mom hated my shit. Yeah, I listen twenty four seven. She hated my shit, and so I try not to. I try not to borrow trouble in that regard. Yeah, I I have gotten. I, we did tell Gabe this weekend. We I finally said, listen. It was like I just woken up, and I'm like, it's too early for magic. I cannot talk about Magic the Gathering right now. I love you. You're a good boy. <laughs> but all you ever talk about is Magic the Gathering. It's like, yeah, but there's a draft on Friday at Zulu. It's like, yes, okay, let's talk about that later. <laughs> <laughs> I think that if all of the Magic cards were gone from the house, Kara would have no problem with that. Like, it's an obsession. Really? Yeah. It's so funny that that's what he got in. But, I mean, I guess at the end of the day, you have been training him. I guess, Yeah. He's and eventually, yeah. And on, you know, we've had the conversation 
like specifically, it, that's if you play card games, you get there eventually. Mm-hmm. You get to magic eventually. Yeah. Right. Eventually, you want what it offers, which is that really complicated off-turn response phase. Yeah. Like you don't you don't want the I go you go thing at a certain level, right? Sure. You want to be able to hedge against some of this stuff. And even even just the act of of leaving a mana untapped. Leaving mana on the table, yeah. Just leaving mana on the table. Not doing something in that game is very important. Oh, it's yeah. like courtly intrigue. Yeah. Now, him and his friends are just, yeah, 100% obsessed. Uh, all right, let's see. I thought the Sony press conference was weird. Yeah, I found it weird. I found it a little weird. Yeah, I mean, Bethesda... Bethesda turned out a real good one. Bethesda's was good, yeah. Bethesda's near the top on this thing, I think. Did you watch that um, Destiny trailer, the one I told you to watch? No, no, no. Because after after we got done... Just grab it right now. It's like 10 seconds. It's not even... It's super short. But it's so smart. I'm going to watch it again. I'm going to come over there. It's like the Forsaken Cade trailer or something like that. that. Oh, yeah. The really short one? Yeah. I have seen that one, I think. This one. What the... It's just a 360 pan. Man, I watched that on the phone, but it wasn't, it didn't carry this. I thought that was rad. Yeah. Very Western. Well, yeah, and any, you know, a Kate story would have that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd like to see, I'd like to see more of that. All right, now let's see. <clears throat> so, uh, which, which of these, which of these ripe fruits? Yeah, what do we want to dig into? They're going to pluck. All of them have had their press conferences. Yeah. Oh yeah, the, the Sony one it, just for me it just wasn't very high impact. Like I'm used to them. Yeah, I'm used to them just laying waste to the conference. Yeah, and this this was. I mean, I'm gonna play some of that stuff, but yeah, I'm very excited about Last of Us. I'm very excited about Spider Man. Yeah. Um, but I already knew about Last of Us, and I already knew about Spider Man. Yeah, and the other one, the Ghost of. Uh... Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's, there's a there's a a bunch of cool there's a bunch of cool sort of traditional. Uh, folklore looking. Yeah, that one I might try. I don't know. I, that one didn't grab me. The samurai one. Yeah, but and then but from has a from has a it looks like a historical like a Japanese historical adventure action game too. Mm. I don't know. I mean, again, like I, I'm gonna play this stuff, but it, for the most part, I knew about the other stuff. Yeah, yeah, I would have liked to have seen um, Red Dead. Yeah. But it's like they're they don't have to do any of this stuff. Like, no, you know that's the that's the funny thing about them, right? Is that we know just because we've had lots of friends in the industry that E three just E three screws up your development. Yeah, yeah, you got to try to get something ready in time. Well, and yeah, so you, you put all to, these resources we, towards making a demo instead of yeah, making an actual exactly. Game. You have to make a pretend version of your game instead of like the you know yeah, and that's sort of you know if you didn't have to do it, you wouldn't, and they didn't. They don't have to, yeah. They don't have to do that. They can do whatever they want. Right. And it'll be fine. It doesn't matter what anybody says. Yeah. Like, you know, they just, they don't need it. Like, they don't, to be at that scale. That's incredible. Well, especially at their level of, like, investment in games. Yeah. To be at that scale and not need, just not need the traditional channel at well, all. It's like Bethesda, when you were like, fuck you, Kotaku, you're, you're never going to get any more early copies because you leaked all our shit. Well, yeah, it I mean, has not hurt them. <laughs> well, no, it, that's that's what's what's wild to me about that. It's like, I mean, I've played Bethesda games for a long time. Like, they made a Terminator game a long time ago that was really like that just blew my mind. Hmm. 
drivable vehicles, full 3D environment, like a long, long time ago. And a cool story. Okay. Um, like Elder Scrolls stuff. Like I've been playing their stuff for a super long time. And I'm just, I don't know, for me, I'm just, I'm glad that that, I'm glad that they can do that. Yeah. I'm, I'm glad that they have the resources to take weird chances on stuff. Now I know I was talking to people in the channel yesterday. I think Fallout 76 is going to be pretty divisive. You yeah. know what I mean? My my guess is that there's a lot of people for whom Fallout is not an online game, mm -mm. but they can play it solo. I'll be curious to see what you can get away with because looking at the video stuff that I saw, mm -hmm. I mean, getting like incredible materials, like getting advanced materials, is connected to the attacking settlements thing. That's what it looks like to me. You're supposed to go in there after the new kits and then collect these new materials. Well, I I don't think he would have said, "Hey, you can play the game entirely solo if you well, want to." I'm if... sure. Yeah, yeah. I guess I guess that's true. I guess you just nuke something. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't matter what. Or maybe you don't have access to that that meta system. That, yeah, that meta system. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. Like, there's there's aspects of that that we don't know yet. Yeah, and I can understand why it would be a person's. I can understand why that would be the opposite of what someone wanted, but I often find myself just wanting somebody else in these games, mm -hmm. like especially Bethesda games, especially in those I want somebody else in there. Yeah. Just because they're so big. Right. They're so fucking big. Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I agree. I think you're right. I think I can see people not wanting that. but Yeah, like their Fallout. I mean, it's, it's, it, honestly, it's probably very similar to when Bethesda got Fallout to begin with. Right. Right? It's not like it's not their fallout in a lot of cases. That's still gonna be true. Yeah, my first one was four. So I don't have any Well, any... yeah, yeah. So you're ready to go. It's like yeah. your problem with four was that we couldn't do it together. Right. <laughs> um I I can see myself enjoying that quite a bit. Yeah. Um I can see it being legitimately scary to be in a place where there's someone else. Yeah. Well and like Karen and I both put over a hundred hours into that game, but in parallel. Like we never played it together. Oh, Oh, I I didn't know that she had played it too. Oh yeah, she got hooked on that big time. Oh, did she did she go ham on her town? She did, yeah. I think the the thing for me that's weird is I don't see any VAT system. Yeah, I, I, again, so this is the sort of and thing. that's the thing that made it playable. I think for her that like being able to pause and be like, okay, I'm gonna take a breath and like. Oh yeah, but but this is the sort of thing that I mean, right? Yeah. So if we assume that it's multiplayer. You can't have vats. You you can't you can't really have vats unless you're tying everybody down to this type of system. Yeah, where you hit the button, it's slow motion. Can you have vats if you play single player? Maybe I don't know. See, these are, again, like these are the these are the open questions, yeah. right? It's like, is that a so now that they're giving you what you want and what I want, which is to play together, right? Is that a good enough trade for vats? Because for me, I love vats. I love vats. Yeah, but a big part of the game is. Is the slow-mo, like, sniper elite the horse shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Right? Parts blown off. Yeah, or all of a sudden the mysterious stranger pops in in a turn. Yeah. Like, these are things that I like. Yeah. So I don't know. I'm, I'm definitely going to play it. Oh, sure. But I can understand why a person might be like, hmm, okay. All right, well, what do we want to make a comic about? About. About. New Overcooked Hills. And so Fortnite's also on the Switch. Fortnite, yep. And I bet they're not in maintenance. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It'd probably be worth putting in there just to check it out. Pretty crazy looking uh, Xenoblade Chronicles expansion, though, for yeah. uh, Switch, too. Uh, yeah, Skull and, Skull and Bones had some interesting 
what I was found interesting about Skull and Bones is I sort of expected it to be like hyper hardcore simulationist type stuff. Uh-huh. But no, you roll your boat up to somebody else and hold eight aboard. Yeah. Like, the idea that your boat is the character, really more than anything, it seems like. Definitely. Yeah, is interesting. Yeah. But the idea that, that it doesn't come down to like, I'm not jumping over there. No. Like, I'm the captain. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to jump over to the fucking, you know what I mean? Like, right. It's not that kind of game. No. Uh, I just I just found that interesting, and so to me that makes it seem a little bit more like a a little bit more like a traditional RPG. Like it's just like a menu option to board. Right. I was also blown away by the look. It looks cool. That pirate cove is insane. Yeah. This this next um the next gen stuff with the Pro and the Xbox One are making that stuff look right. It's gonna be amazing. Yeah. That would happen pretty fast. I mean, when it I feel like this generation got amazing pretty fast, but at, at Xbox. At the very end of their conference, they were talking about the next version of that box, and I, I think that I think that that's just true now. I don't think that con- I don't think the console cycle exists anymore. Is this going to be a new version of the Xbox? Yeah, yeah. Obviously, there was always going to be yeah. a new version of the Xbox, but just in line, like no, like backward compatibility and generational stuff is just over. I think. Hmm. Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like I, I'm not sure. I'm not sure people want to do that every couple years. Yeah, I mean, the, the stuff I've read lately has said that there's probably only one more hardware generation um, because then it's just streaming. Well, yes, yeah, so it's either streaming or it's, it's, just, it's just iterations on the same box. Basically, it's like the platforms are like a PC. Yeah. Like, there's like an endpoint in terms of like what the platform is, and then you, you're not changing this, the software so much. You're just changing the underlying hardware. Right. We've we got to do the strip so we can see if Paladins is working yeah, on the Switch. Try to write something. Oh, but, but the, the sake, no, but... no. Again, like we keep we keep talking about it. Like there can be a strip about the bot thing. Okay. But uh, if something if something from the E3 conferences didn't like jump out at us, like it'll always occur to us. We'll go back and watch trailers. Or I mean, technically, it did come out on the Switch, so it's sort of like a E3 news. Sort of. There's also the community thing, like <laughs> all of them talking about their communities. Yeah, I, I mean, I that's how I feel. It's. It's just funny to see them all seems like they got the same memo or whatever. Like, yeah, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I don't. I don't. It was very focused. Yeah, but I think that I think that's a part of the success now, right? So Ubisoft has a game like For Honor come out, and it's not super popular, but there's enough of a community, there's enough of a group of people who will play it that it's worth it for them to keep releasing updates. Well, if they can cater to that. Like if it if it finds an audience and they can keep that audience happy for a longer period of time, right? Normally, like I think it used to be that if a game came out and bombed, you'd just be like, "Eh, it bombed. Next game." Well, yeah, oh yeah. Or but now well, they're like, "Wow, there's people who like this. Can we just keep them giving us money for another few years?" Yeah, and I think that I think that in Ubisoft's case, like everybody has to say it, but I think that in Ubisoft's case, it probably makes more sense than it might in other cases because they really did stay. Like if For Honor came out and looked the way that For Honor, like the business prospect looked the way that it did, mm-hmm. you know, did it necessarily warrant them going back and putting in all dedicated servers or continuing to support it with seasons of content? Yeah. Or, but it's, just, it's like the crew as well. Like at a certain point, they started hanging out. Yeah. Like not... You know, because they, they they have annual franchises like the Assassin's Creed stuff. Right. But with Ghost Recon, it's like tons of extra content after the fact. Did you notice that they kept calling Assassin's Creed an RPG? 
No, I didn't really pick up on that. Kiko and I noticed that. Like, I'd never heard that before, and he said it a bunch of times. Like, and now you have the dialogue choices. Yeah, those those dialogue choices were interesting. It's odd, but also with origins, that's where the that's the first time they really enunciated the idea of equipment rarity. Yeah, yeah. So between those two things and then the choices, it sounds like there's a more complicated choice matrix. Yeah, I think that I think that the RPG is their is their new mantra there. But it makes sense. Yeah, it makes sense. I mean, I, there's definitely a case to be made that Far Cry's are RPGs too. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm not sure that it's wrong. I just didn't think of it that way. Yeah, I, I don't know what I don't know what how I did think of it. I guess well, I thought it was I, a it was a it's like a platformer. I I thought of it as a just an action, adventure game, action adventure, adventure game. game. Yeah, yeah, but then but action adventure games with um ch- choices, dialogue, and loot are RPGs. Right. Right. <laughs> Anymore, yeah, because there's no turn based. Like yeah. no. Uh. Okay. Let's see. Oh, you were. You were uh, disappointed to not see a splinter cell. Oh. I was waiting for that goddamn symbol to spin around and turn green and Ugh. split into three little green lights. Yeah, you, listen, we can hope, right? Like, we can hope. No, they would have announced it. Just let me have this. You know, let's see. In an interview with Jeff Keighley, Ubisoft president and CEO uh, Yves Guillemot, was asked by Splinter was asked by Splinter Cell didn't make the show as many fans believed it would make it based on an appearance thanks to a retail leak. So I, I didn't believe it for no reason. Yeah, they do plan to return to the franchise, but he wasn't able to say anything about it at the show. That's not helpful. I don't know. All right. Yeah, I mean for me it was the the leak quote unquote the false leak I guess. Yeah. Coupled with the fact that uh, Ironside was back in doing Sam's voice in Ghost Recon. Right. I hoped it was all of a piece, but. That's what I get. That's what I get for dreaming, Michael. Yep. Because, I mean, you, you heard it when we were watching it and the green lights came up in the back. You got really excited. I like, there was like a sharp, like, <gasps> <gasps> like a sharp, I, I know, like, like I sounded stupid. Yeah. Like I sounded like a dumb person. You know what I mean? I do. I heard you. You, were, you sounded dumb. Yeah. Like, it's just so weird. Like, I mean, I, I, I think of myself as a fan of that franchise, but I think I might actually be. I think I like really, really like I it. I think that's your favorite franchise. Yeah, when I, when I make when I make a sound at the suggestion of it. Yeah. Then that probably indicates something there. All right, so <clears throat> everybody's into community, but I don't even know how to say that because uh, one, I don't necessarily think that it's not true. It's just weird to hear like eight different people all say the same thing at one time. Like yeah. generally speaking, that would be the sign of like a cult infection or a <laughs> cult, something like that. Yeah. yeah but there is, the, but there is no splinter cell. And there, there, there's probably something there. It's like, because Tycho knows all. He, he's he would he would think that this is like a Dan Brown type thing, you know. He's got all the pieces of information. Well, yeah, and he'd be like, gave be like, listen, man, it's it's been a 24 hours. All right, they're not gonna announce it. You understand? This is this is just like Sam. He's this is this is on brand for Splinter Cell. He's off the grid. He'll make his appearance. This is completely on brand for Splinter Cell. This feels like a very, very old style Penny Arcade script. <laughs> I'm totally fine okay. with it. Let's try. To, let's try to enunciate it. It's been 24 hours. Okay, they're not. Ubisoft is not going to announce. A new yeah, Ubisoft is not announcing a new Splinter Cell at this show. Don't fall. Let's see. What was it like? Yeah, yeah, don't fall for it. Yeah, don't fall for it. Yeah. Sam is playing 4D chess here. I was gonna say, but, but still, stealth operations. Stealth operations. See, that's see, that's where you fucked up. That's where you fucked up when they promoted. Dance Dance Revolution, how'd they do it? Fucking dancers. They're promoting a stealth game. How are they going to do it? Well, yeah, you think, you know, when they promote it, when they promote it, just dance, how do they do it? With, <laughs> with a terrifying array 
with real live dancers. Stealth game? Hmm? Hmm? What are they going to do? They're going to hide it in plain sight, motherfucker. I'm telling you, Sam Fisher's at E3. <laughs> in the last panel, he just cocks a gun, and I'm going to find him. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not happening. We could have so, done that in 1998. Oh, yo, jeez. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. It wouldn't be real. Sam Fisher's at E3. <laughs> no. Here, let's see. See, let's see. Uh, it's been 24 hours. Okay, you. That's where you fucked up. That's where you fucked up. It's a. It's like. Um. How did they promote? Just dance. Just dance. Just dance number 70 million. <laughs> Just dance 70 million for the SNS <laughs> with dancing. With dancing. Live. Real dancing. How do they promote the ultimate stealth game? You're cuckoo for cocoa puffs. <laughs> With, with stealth, <laughs> stealthily. See that's where you see that's where you fucked up. Played congratulations. You played yourself. <laughs> Dance seventy million with dancing. Yeah, it's like they might have already announced it, and we didn't know. It's like it's like after Michael Ironside's appearance. <laughs> see, this is, this is where you have to get into this yeah. steel beams shit, right? <laughs> After Ironside's appearance in the Ghost Recon DLC and the Splinter Cell. It was Canadian EB, right? Yeah, look at this. The new site, yeah, new Splinter Cell looks like a lock as E3 leak proves 100% accurate so far. Uh, hmm. Oh, it's a, oh, yeah, Walmart Canada. They were the ones that put out the Rage 2 as well. Hmm. Yeah, after the Walmart. Let's see. And the Walmart leak. The Walmart files. Walmart files. <laughs> you should do that. Do Walmart files. <laughs> and the and the Walmart files. It's obvious that we're involved in an elaborate arg. <laughs> See, that's where you fucked up. Is a great way. To, it's just a great thing to say when you're wrong. Yeah. Like I. <clears throat> Michael Ironside appearance in the Ghost Recon DLC. Combined with the Walmart files. Yeah, exactly. No, Michael Ironside's appearance in the Ghost Recon. DLC uh, combined with the Walmart files. The recent release of the Walmart files. No, the revelations. The revelations in the Walmart In the files. Walmart files. I have no doubt. No, no. Michael Ironside's appearance in the Ghost Recon DLC combined with revel combined with the revelations in the Walmart files confirms it. Confirms it. There's those here somewhere. Yeah. Splinter Cell is not at E3. That's what they want you to think. You fool. Don't you see? exactly what they want you to think. That's more of a panel one. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I, thought, I think we have it with the um, the ultimate stealth game. Yeah. Just the idea that like that's how you... like. Th listen, that's just the protocol. Yeah. Well, you know what? Yeah. Could you take the stealth thing and put that in frame three and then have the middle panel be about the, the, the facts that Tycho thinks are... Yeah, probably. ...supporting it? Yeah, especially if Gabe has an answer for how you would promote it in the middle. <laughs> Yeah. No. <laughs> I think if they were gonna do it, they could have showed a cool. They would have showed a cool trailer. <laughs> no. How, how do they probably? I mean, usually people like like, like with a cool trailer. It's like with a cool trailer. Ah. There's a uh, with nah with stealth. No, idiot. <laughs> how do they promote Just Dance? How, how do they promote Just Dance Seventy Million with dancing? How do they? How, how would they promote the ultimate stealth, stealth game? With a cool trailer? With a cool trailer? No. <laughs> with an elaborately staged secret reveal. Known only to me. <laughs> no, no. An elaborately, yeah, with an elaborately staged secret reveal. I guarantee 
We'll know about Splinter Cell when Splinter Cell wants us to know. We won't um, see Splinter Cell until it's ready to be seen. Emerge from the shadows. Just like its stoic hero, Sam Fisher, Splinter Cell will not emerge from the shadows. Until it's ready. Triple one, claws extended. Yeah. Michael Ironside's appearance in the Ghost Recon DLC combined with the revelations in the Walmart files only confirms it. Yeah, what's the quote? There are none so blind as those who will not see. Seems like he would have something in that. If, if, if we go that route with the middle panel after he talks about the obvious confirmation of the files. Okay. It seems like he might have, he might have some, kind of, uh, some kind of line in there about uh, like how, how, like sheeple type right. thing. Maybe not that exact word, but. What do we have right now? So Text stuff got moved around. Yeah, I don't yeah, yeah. Know. Uh, it says frame one says it's been twenty four hours. Okay, Ubisoft is not announcing a new Splinter Cell at the show. And Tego says CS3 fucked up. Uh, right now, currently in frame two, it says uh, Michael Ironside's appearance in the Ghost Recon DLC, combined with the re- that'll that'll be italicized. Combined with the revelations in the Walmart files, only confirms it. There'd be a part after that. Wait, so we oh, I, get- actually, you know what? Honestly, right after that, that would probably be where you would put the line about uh, Just Dance. Yeah, I was just gonna say we need to get to the Just Dance thing. Yeah, and then oh no, honestly, this this may be done. And then <clears throat> uh, then Gabe was with a cool trailer. So wait, how does it go right? So what is the Just Dance line right now? This is uh, how do they promote Just Dance seventy million with dancing? How would they promote the ultimate stealth game? And then now in frame three, Gabriel says. Uh, with a cool trailer, and then Tycho says, no, with stealth. Oh. I think that it should get self out. No. You fucking idiot. I feel like, I feel like that last Oh, one... yeah, well, uh, I agree. We, we, just need the, we just need the right... Yeah, whatever that the, is. The right level of condescension and violence. Right. You have such a small mind. No, you illiterate goblin. <laughs> I think Tycho would call Gabriel a goblin. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, illiterate goblin. Sorry, we just used illiterate, though. Did we? Yeah, you thought he Gabe was illiterate because oh sure he sure so so what else is bad about you let's yeah. just go let's into just it just go down the list let's just start at the top and just go down until we find something we like moist it's got to be something about like uh intelligence gibber, like gibbering <laughs> gibbering goblin yeah I like it okay hello this is Jerry Hawkins of Penny Arcade Infamy you may have noticed that we are doing a lot of different stuff on Twitch these days I really like it I think it's a lot of fun. I think it's a very, very inviting channel. Listen, if you're interested in terrifying games played by our design team, we have that. Live brewing on Tuesdays. Board game play, live art streams. Of course, on Wednesdays, we've got Acquisitions Incorporated, the C-Team run by myself, incorporating a bunch of my good friends. We've got PUBG with Kiko on Wednesdays. And then Fridays, got PA Plays where Mike Rahulik and myself just check out whatever we feel like checking out that afternoon. In any case, if you're listening to this podcast, the Twitch stream is definitely something that you would probably enjoy. It's just twitch.tv forward slash Penny Arcade. One word. Thanks so much. When I cast the pot, it's like I cast the rod Giving it all like a motherfucker gas robot I'm really caught, today's fresh catch I mean a podcast, something about nets Yes, it gets better when it's winter I'm fettered by my fish gear Catch and release, get in that crease when my fish near Talk about a plant best laid, off that stray And yes, I crave that tuna with his peck fins blade But while I'm glistening from the whole sea You better listen into TLC I got that, I got that wild caught salmon It's tender and it's moist Downloadable content, a podcast of choice Yes. <laughs>